Wine and Crime contains graphic and explicit content which may not be suitable for some listeners. Listener discretion is advised. Wine and Crime, the podcast where three friends chug wine, chat true crime, and unleash their worst Minnesotan accents. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Must yeah. have been a case of smoking and driving. <laughs> Tammy loved a good smoke after a... I never remember that line perfectly. I don't know. A thrash. <laughs> the thrash. The thrashing machine. After a good, or she a liked ride, the vibration the between her legs. Helped <laughs> her think. The, vi- the vibrations <laughs> helped her think. There we go. We got a message from somebody who literally purchased a DVD, a DVD player, player. <laughs> in order to watch a DVD of Drop Dead Gorgeous because we reference it so much on the show. And that Honestly, is the fandom it. that I am here for. Yes, yes precisely. Mm-hmm. Anything <laughs> less is not enough. <laughs> um, anyway, I bet we're going to get to some other accents in this episode besides the Minnesotan accents. And that is because we have a very special fan pick brought to you by RJ. Ooh. Yes, and RJ. He, RJ, he has selected the topic of New Jersey crime. Oh, yeah. what exit are you off of 80? <laughs> <laughs> RJ. Oh, are you a Short Hills, oh, New Jersey? I, oh, my God, the Short Hills Mall. <laughs> I have nothing Watch to it. add to this. <laughs> you never see them cleaning up. It's like Disneyland. It, it's that, always clean. That's so true. It is but like you never see it. spotless uh-huh. clean. That uh-huh. mall, the William Sonoma in Short oh, Hills. They have a Betsy Johnson store. Oh, you so kidding good. me? So good. I, I'm walking here. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> we have a lot to say about New Jersey. Apparently. Um, and before we get to that, Amanda, what is our wine crime pairing? Well, RJ had requested the uh, a wine called Sterling Meritage. But I thought, considering some events that took place literally 30 minutes before we recorded this, that I might want some champagne instead <gasps> to what celebrate. The fuck? <laughs> what? <laughs> oh my God! Was there a photo shoot what? at all? <laughs> oh my God! That was a lie, wasn't it? There was no photo shoot! There was. Okay, so for those of you who are oh not patrons. Oh, my God. You did it. You fucking asshole. You told us on the podcast. <laughs> oh, my God. I wouldn't have I if he had. I said it this morning. I was if talking he had about your engagement gift. Th- like, an, like an hour ago. Oh, I can't did. believe you God. kept a lid on it for an hour. Oh, I called my sister. My called my mom. She didn't answer. She'll probably find out on this podcast next week. Of course. <laughs> we called his parents. Yay, you I, was like, so I can't call now. anyone else until after. <laughs> I know. It's Zola so good. Read for the rest of time, girl. That so, fucking ring. I know. Thanks, I'm Grandma gonna Helen. need a better photo. I, I'll send them. I oh love it. Also, wait, I, I love- have champagne. I'll be right back. <laughs> I, I should. Should I? Yes, you should. With a little splash with your Coke. 
<laughs> I'll think about I'll, when it, when we break. I'll go think about it. Oh my <laughs> god! I'm so happy that this happened for you, and also that your hair looked so good when it happened. Well, oh my god! My hair I'm and so my makeup. Sweaty. Everything. Okay, so I'll just tell the story, and there will be a video to go <gasps> with it because Bill <gasps> lied to me about yeah. this this video shoot. He yeah. said that his friend is so he knew. He I had so no good. idea. He first of all, oh remember what god. I told you? Oh my I god, I think so he's gonna pop sweaty. I was like, I think he's gonna propose to me in New Jersey because he accidentally yeah. just said something really weird, and I'm trying not to nope, push it. Just New Jersey crimes. He oh. he said that on purpose to throw me off. So you wouldn't be that's He's been, fucking rat. He's been planning that he told one of my cousins about this at Audrey's wedding in December. Oh, so he and his friend Phil, who is a filmmaker in Minneapolis, a filmmaker, a filmmaker. <laughs> he I'm Phil so he hot. he Bill told me that Phil was working on this documentary project about like creatives in Minneapolis and wanted to interview us for this project. So he and put you were like books. attention. Uh, yes, please. Yeah, and then he was Cameras? like. And then and so he was up? like, okay, cool. Let's set a, you know, pick out a date that will work with Phil. So we scheduled that. Then he was, then he came back to me and he was like, this is so cool. Phil has the budget in this documentary to hire hair and makeup for yes, us. You were so excited about that. I was that. so excited. So he called my hair guy, Justin, our mutual friend. It was Who like, is? can I, can I hire you to do hair and makeup for this project? Justin knew the whole time. I just got my hair done, like my extensions put back in the other day, and I was like, Bill's so dumb. He totally spilled the beans. I totally know when he's going to propose. Like, <laughs> and Justin's and like, Justin's like, and Justin's like, like uh-huh, sure you do. Justin's like, oh, that's that must be very exciting for I you. I bet like, that's when. <laughs> mm-hmm. And then, so they set up They set up a whole thing, and he did a whole 40, Phil did a whole 45-minute interview, and then at the end of the interview, Phil was like, oh, Bill, your uh, mic pack is showing. Can you fix that? And Bill turns and starts digging in the couch, and I'm like, how did your mic pack fall into the couch? (laughs) Like, holy idiot. I still have no idea. (laughs) And he turns around with this box. And he proposed your fucking mind. I immediately sweat. Is this real? Are you part of it? Are you part of it? Are you part of it? Is this real? In your living room on your couch? Was pepperoni there? She was hiding in the other room, but Callie was right there. (laughs) Have you told the rabbits? (laughs) We're getting married. You're going to be legitimate. You won't be bastards anymore. You know what? You're bastards. Make it a year and you won't be bastards anymore. (gasps) So after many years on this podcast of saying always a bridesmaid, never a bride. my (laughs) fucking And our that we've already built for your wedding is perfect. Listen, I I could get married tomorrow. I could get married tomorrow. I'm ready. I have a little split. I have a little split of champagne for you. Let me get my (laughs) Coca-Cola. Go get your Coca-Cola. With that. Oh okay. my fucking god. I'll send you a bunch of pics right now. Are you dying? <laughs> I'm so happy. I cannot <laughs> believe you didn't say anything this last hour. It's the only iota 
of self-preservation and control that I think I've ever had in my entire life, and I wasted it on you assholes. Oh, so. my God. I'm very glad You're that welcome. we were chill about giving you an extra half hour before starting. Neither one of us was like, meh, 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 meh. I know, I know. And Justin was watching the time. He's like, you've got, you've got seven minutes. You've got, you've got four minutes. I'm like, I know. I got to go because I've already pushed it twice. Yep. They're setting up the drone. <laughs> I thought you were going to catch me, too, because when I first signed on to Skype, I had the ring on and I was like fucking with my hair. And then I was like, oh, shit. And then no. I took it off. No, I'm my like wife. the least observant person ever. Apparently, me, too. <laughs> Did you go on a little ride? Yeah, we got. But we <gasps> did. I mean, the whole thing is at, like all the stuff you said was happening is happening. Yeah. <laughs> with oh, Theodore. Oh, my fucking God, Bill is so good. I know. I cannot believe that he, oh, and his hair was done. I know. Justin did his hair. He had a straightener and a curling wand. This is the cutest photo of all time. He's smiling. I know. He never smiles. I'm saving this photo. I'm saving all of them. So like. Halfway through me having a complete meltdown. So good. I know they're kind of grown out. Sorry, listeners. I am so sorry, but we are not going to stop gushing about this. (laughs) Well, if you'd like to see the video, you better join our Patreon at five dollars a month. I'm getting my nails on on Friday with my sister, so that's my only note. Oh my god, my nails are very grown out. They still look good though. They look good. They look anything. They're grown out, but they look good. They're photo. They're photo fine. Yeah. So after I had like my first wave of meltdown, I just looked at him and I went, are you sure? (laughs) He's like, "Mm." and he's like, no take backsies. He's like, yeah, honey, I'm sure. And I'm like, I'm keeping it. I'm keeping it. (laughs) Oh my God. Oh my God. Okay. All right. You open yours first. Yep. Okay. Uh, Oh, wow. The power of this ring. Oh, I know. Okay, nice one more. And I got my best rainforest <laughs> One more. Oh. oh. <laughs> Silence. Why was it so quiet? Silence. The mini splits don't pop, they crack. Oh, come on. <laughs> Get up. Why was that so fucking funny? Oh. <laughs> We're just all waiting. Just the letdown of that. <laughs> anyway, cheers, cheers, everybody. Cheers, you crazy bitch. Oh, my God. <laughs> I'm getting married. Oh, your wedding is finally epic. I'm so show. excited. It's got to be it's so, so Honestly, it's, it's all of our wedding. I know. Y'all it can really renew is. your vows same day. It's all of our collective... <laughs> Ma's wedding. And I get to oh. give you your gift finally, your engagement gift. <laughs> when did you buy it? A while ago. Like six months ago. Do you want to go- see it? Should I go get it right now? Yes, I want to <laughs> see it. I can't take any more surprises. <laughs> I don't I don't have a well, she's going to get it. I'm just gonna show this random picture. <laughs> Is that Winona Ryder? <laughs> it looks like her, right? I don't know. A severed head. <laughs> I just have this on my desk at all times. So anyway, I'm drinking uh, Toronto Sparkling Rosé Cava. Woo! 
Look it up. I can't do any more of a wine segment. <laughs> okay. Look I've, it already, I've already taken up enough space. Yes. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> For over our bridal bed. Yes, yeah. look at the baby. I love The baby it. unicorn. I love it so It's really <laughs> shiny. It looks really, yeah, it looks really heavy. It's not. Okay. <gasps> Is that from the picker nose? No. It's from a, I don't know. I don't even know how to describe it. It's not from the picker nose. I love it. <laughs> God. I like, love she, it. She has approximately eight square inches of free wall space. Left. Oh, yeah. honey. Maybe I got, you can put it on your ceiling. I don't know. I got plenty of space. <laughs> Above the bed. I've got a spot picked out already. <laughs> God bless. Oh, my God. You're engaged. I'm engaged. And she's we didn't even have to make buttons. No one had to make buttons. In fact, maybe the buttons ruined the last one. I think the good. buttons were a it's little detrimental. Good. No, thank God. <laughs> thank you God did for me the a buttons. favor. You did me a favor. Oh, my oh, God. I'm so is. hot. And congratulations. I cannot oh. wait to see that video. And I can't believe... They had like a full mock interview prepared. 45 minute interview. So that's just <laughs> not, not for it's not any a thing. purpose. He's well, Bill wanted to make a, like a, an engagement announcement video. Right. And so this is how he's doing it. Oh, it's going to be really cute. He's God. upstairs like editing it right now. Oh, my oh God. God. When will it be ready? <laughs> Probably by like tomorrow. Oh, I told him I was like, you have sweet. until this episode airs to so have that sucker done. Yeah. Oh, you got my a God. week. You got a week and two days. Fucking New Jersey crimes. Step it up. <laughs> so fitting. He <laughs> still so proposed fitting. in New Jersey. Yeah. I I yeah, wow. I'm the most obtuse person on the planet. <laughs> Show the oh ring my again. Oh god. It's, it's so, so good. good. So good. Helen <sighs> had exquisite taste. And mm-hmm. Lily did such a beautiful job. Mm-hmm. Lily Kavanaugh, Ilo Studio in Minneapolis. She took very good care of these old ass fucking diamonds of my grandma's and reset them. They're just stunning. They're oh. stunning. Oh stunning. Oh my fucking god. Oh my god. It's gorgeous. Okay. Jesus. <gasps> So well, I'll just what? be like this for the rest of the I don't day. Give a shit Absolutely. about this episode. I know, right? I I'm know. Too excited. What are we I'm, doing? I'm too sweaty. What's can our we just, background in sight? Can, can we just look at Pinterest pictures of pretty capes? <laughs> oh my god! That's all god. I'm going to be doing during Lucy's segment. Yeah, that's fair. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck yeah! You're going to have signature cocktails. Oh I cannot god. wait. Glenshine. Should I book uh, my hotel now? Yeah, you probably should. Or let me get the at date. the mansion. Let me get the date set. No, they don't let you stay at the mansion. I asked. What if they don't know that I'm staying at the mansion? <laughs> <laughs> now are the nicest it. hotels near there? I'm yeah. going to go balls <laughs> to the wall. Just don't give any date information away. I don't want <laughs> okay. any whining cry randos <laughs> showing up to my wedding. Are you yeah, going to officiate your own you, wedding? No. No, but we have uh, we have people in mind. Oh my god! Oh my god! Goes, it's not me. It's, it's not, not me. either of you. Are you kidding? Good. Love you, but no, no, <laughs> no, 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 no. I'm gonna be too drunk. Yeah, because it's it's a child free affair. Yeah. yeah, no kids allowed. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yep. Okay. <laughs> wow. Jesus fucking Christ. Well, <gasps> that was your background in psych. 
What in the fuck are you doing? I'm showing off my ring. Oh, okay. <laughs> I'm not. I'm new to this, so continue. Yep. This is the only way I know how to do it by making with the a clown nose into a clown nose. <laughs> yeah. You're really gonna want to join Patreon. You're really gonna need this video. <laughs> Okay, okay, okay. Let's get oh this over God. with so yeah, I let's can... get this over with so I can call uh everyone mom. Scott. <laughs> my mom again because she didn't answer <laughs> what I called her. It's the, that is the least surprising thing ever. That is Suzanne to a T. <laughs> no, she probably saw you calling and just was playing her phone games and just screened yes. you. Screened She's it away. Balls deep in Mahjong. I am busy. Fair. <laughs> I love her. And yet. That's fair. Fair. <laughs> you don't know how long she's been working on that level. No idea. Who am I to take that away from her? <laughs> this this moment in her life. Just her only youngest daughter. Her only youngest daughter. Her only blue-haired daughter. Her only blue-haired daughter. Her mm-hmm. only unwed daughter. Mm-hmm. But not for long, bitches. Oh, my fucking God. Okay. Is it my turn? Am I going? Oh, yes. Yeah, New okay. Jersey. What's the background? <laughs> well, there's no psych, so evil. I'll make Amanda's favorite noise. Woo! These are I my snake ribs. Noise. Love those ribs. Yum, I want ribs. Oh my God, this is so boring compared to everything <laughs> we've just been talking about. Okay. New Jersey is one of the original 13 states. Whoa! It is bounded by New Whoa. York. Whoa. It is bounded by New York to the north and northeast, the Atlantic Ocean to the east and south, and Delaware and Pennsylvania to the west. Amanda, you should you should be like <laughs> Delaware yeah, and John, Pennsylvania. John, to- <laughs> put maps behind me that I'll be gesturing to. Perfect. Perfect. And the Atlantic can be found <laughs> in and around this general area. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> the state was named for the island of Jersey in the English Channel. The capital is Trenton. New Jersey mm-hmm. is home to Atlantic City, which is the home of the longest boardwalk in the world. It's pretty epic. And mm-hmm. lots of beautiful beaches. Where's the beach? Mm-hmm. Hundreds of thousands of its residents commute to New York or Pennsylvania for work every day. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's right there, baby. That's why the New Jersey Turnpike was built to get people into New York faster, because that's to where they all work. To get people out of New Jersey as quickly as possible. Literally, yes. Get out. <laughs> you could not pay me to drive in New Jersey. I love it. I've done it, like and I don't the entire like time it. we lived there. Ugh. I drove through New Jersey so towing a sailboat. That was oh, not yeah. fun. Oh, <sighs> The best. Encyclopedia Britannica, my lover, lovingly describes New Jersey as, quote, a stepchild among the heavily industrialized and populated states along the eastern seaboard. <laughs> Encyclopedia Britannica calls <laughs> New Jersey a stepchild. A stepchild. Well, I think the rest of the That's sentence good. was, it is often viewed as a stepchild, but I just cut that out because this is funny. Yeah, editorializing. Mm-hmm. So let's discuss the flag of New Jersey. Ooh. Yes, it's, let's. It's kind of an unexpected, like, buttery yellow with really nice yeah. blues and state. reds. There's a photo of it that'll be on the blog. So if you want to clip arty, but they all are. They all are. Yeah. So on the spectrum of state flags, I actually, I actually think I like this one. 
I don't so, know. The horse head is really making we'll get to the horse head. a lot happening. And, and I'm like going to tell you all about with it. a Santa hat on it? Okay. I'm okay. going to tell okay. you all about it. Explain the hat. So this is from the state's website. Quote, the New Jersey state flag was adopted in 1896. Its official color is buff, which is a yellowish tan color. The colors of the state flag, which are buff and dark blue slash jersey blue. Buff and bashful. <laughs> buff. <laughs> that would be terrible together. I know. It'd be so bad. Ugh. This is not buff. It's just, this is the color you get when you mix your mustard and your mayo together. This is when yeah. you don't hydrate enough and this is your pee. Right. Ish. Which mustard and mayo <laughs> blended together is a really good combo, but maybe not for a state flag. I, I like it. Mustard. I love mustard and mayo, and I kind of like this Star. color. Okay. Okay, so the the buff and the dark blue were the two colors that George Washington chose for the flag of New Jersey's army regiments during the Revolutionary War. Okay. So then, in addition to that, we've got two ladies. We got Liberty on the left, who represents, you know, Liberty. And then, I don't know how to say her name. Ceres? Cheris? Ceres? Sarah on Cer- the right? Cersei. Cersei on the Cersei. right, and she Cersei is the, the Roman goddess of grain, and she is holding okay. a cornucopia filled with the fruits and vegetables, uh, filled with fruits and vegetables to represent the bountiful crops that grow from New Jersey's sweet, sweet soil. Jersey does have the best tomatoes. Garden like, State. They have season, really, really fertile soil. Yeah. In-season Jersey tomatoes. Holy shit. It is unlike anything, like best caprese salad you'll ever have in your life. Mm, yum. I can, fucking love can tomatoes. confirm. And oh, fresh Jersey peaches. I know that the Georgia peach is a whole thing, but like it's fucking good. Their produce is real good. All yeah. right. We got that, legit. that dirt to thank for. Mm-hmm. So then we have a decapitated horse head, <laughs> which yep. apparently which- represents the state's independence. And oh, the mafia. From the rest of its body? There is, is that a- the horse head's independence from the rest of its body? There is a lot of mafia uh, decapitated situ- situations oh my in God, New Jersey. So, yeah, yeah. It's, it's, this on the day of my daughter's wedding. <laughs> it's a disembodied horse head. <laughs> this on the day of Amanda's engagement. <laughs> you, and- you're making me record. <laughs> I can't believe we are recording. Honestly. I can't either, but we have we're so we don't have a choice. We don't have a choice. We are, so we are up against a wall. <laughs> Otherwise, I would have requested the a calendar reschedule. has our balls in a vice. <laughs> they are clenched. They're tight. And then those weird, like, slashes on the shield are supposed to be plows to represent the state's Okay, I thought agricultural they were, like, traditions. shitty uh, speed skates. skates. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> or, like, And then is the little thing bolts. over the ugly skates and under the horse head, is that, like, a helmet? Like a knight? Um, it's Knight's a helmet. helmet. It's like a fighting okay. helmet. And then what you were asking about the Santa hat. So that's yeah. a, that's, it's called a liberty hat. It's a Santa hat. It looks like a Santa hat. A pussy hat. It's, but red. it's a pink pussy hat. It is a red, one-eared pussy hat. Yep. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So that's where we are with the flag. Okay. New Jersey's official state animal, ironically, is the horse. <laughs> oh, I presume the full body. <laughs> Only its head. <laughs> it's a quarter <laughs> of a horse. It's a quarter of a horse. Exactly. <laughs> the state bird is the eastern goldfinch. 
The state mm. fruit is the blueberry. Yum. The state flower is the violet. The state tree is the red oak, which it sounds like is great for peeping. Leaf sure. peeping. Look at that fucker. Look at that fuck. Look at those fuckers. <laughs> the state bug. Saying look at that fucker at a beautiful tree is one of my favorite things to <laughs> look do. Look at that fucker. Whoa, look at that fucker. There were some <laughs> great fuckers on that interstate. Oh my God. We've seen some gorgeous fuckers. <laughs> look at that fucker. Look at that fucker. <laughs> the state bug is the honeybee. The state dinosaur is the hadrosaurus, which there is a photo on the Wait, drive of I'm a hadrosaurus. Check Minnesota state dinosaur. I didn't know we had one. There's a lot of state shit. The state dance is the square dance. The state seashell is the knobbed whelk. Also a photo on the drive. Whoa. The state reptile is the bog turtle. Okay, the Minnesota state fossil is the giant beaver. (laughs) Okay, well, that's incredible. I mean, those giant beavers were scary. They were real big. They started to lose me around... The Hadrosaurus, but they've got a lot of great state things. Yeah, and I'm not even done yet. The state fish is the brook trout, (laughs) which is kind of interesting because the brook trout, like, cannot survive in, like, slightly polluted water. Not every state has a state dinosaur. Oh, good. Only Arizona, Arkansas, California, Colorado, Connecticut, Delaware, D.C., Massachusetts, (laughs) Maryland, Missouri, New Jersey, Oklahoma, Texas, Utah, and Wyoming have their own state dinosaur. Only. So like half. That's not even half. Well, it's almost half. It's like 15. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, back to the brook trout. It can't live in like slightly polluted water. So if you see a brook trout in a body of water, you know that that's like really clean water. Clean water. Cool. Well, then I don't think the brook trout can survive in most of New Jersey. Not going to last long. She's extinct. Well, 45% of New Jersey is covered by forest. So it's really densely populated, but only in its urban areas. The rest of it's Mm -hmm. like actually really woodsy, nature-y. Okay. And the state microbe is the Streptomyces griseus. And I have a little bit about that because I never knew what a state microbe Minnesota yeah, we have a state, state microbe. microbe. <laughs> so here's a little bit about that. The microbe was discovered in New Jersey soil in 1916. In 1943, researchers from Rutgers University used the microbe to create the antibiotic strept- streptomycin. Tuberculosis death rates in the U.S. plummeted. They fell from about 194 deaths per 100,000 in 1900 to only nine deaths in 1955. That's great. Wow. Rutgers. The Minnesota state microbe is anaplasma phagocytophyllum. Of course. Which is a phagocytophyllum is the back-legged tick or deer tick. So this Ew. is the bacteria that caught, it's basically Lyme disease is our state. Yikes. <laughs> our state We microbe. went big. We did go big. Hard to detect, and it might really fuck you up. Yeah. But Rutgers researcher Selman Waxman was awarded the 1952 Nobel Prize for Medicine for discovering the microbe and creating the antibiotic. Cool. So good on Streptomyces griseus. Yeah. Wow. Well, great pronunciation. I'm shooting in the dark here. (laughs) That is probably not at all how you say it. Okay. So the rest of my segment is just really... Fun facts. <laughs> more. As, even more. Yeah. 
So in addition to stepchild, New Jersey is sometimes called the armpit of America or dirty jurors. Oh, I love the dirty jurors. But its actual nickname, as we said, is the Garden State. And it is actually hotly debated whether it should have that nickname. Hmm. Yeah. So quote in 19... weird. Well, they found the the antibiotic in the soil. They have Mm -hmm. great peaches and tomatoes. They've had a lot of trees. Okay. Blueberries. The soil is real good. Lush. Fertile. Fertile. In in 1954, Governor Robert Miner, or Maynor, was none too pleased when the state legislature passed a bill to add the Garden State to license plates. Mm. He said, I do not believe that the average citizen of New Jersey regards his state as more peculiarly identifiable with gardening for farming than any of its other industries or occupations, he said before vetoing the bill. Fair. Uh, lo- look how well that went, because... Legislators <laughs> overrode yeah. the veto and the bill passed. Yeah, Jersey plates beg to differ. It's right? funny be that it was, like, so controversial it's as polarizing. to have a fucking... Not just the veto, veto, but the override of the veto. The legislators were just like, mm, no, it's happening. Mm-hmm. Yeah, weird. So I did mention this before, but the state seashell is the knobbed whelk. This large predatory sea snail is probably better known for its meat, which is served in New Jersey restaurants as the Italian dish called skung- skungilly. Skungilly. Gross. Okay. Checking the Minnesota state seashell. Reminds me of Jelly Beth. I don't think I've introduced Jelly Beth. I love Jelly Beth. Oh. Jelly Beth. She's so stiff. Is a mink. She was um, harvested. Look her C-section scar. I know. Yeah. Yeah. She was harvested and it. made into a stole a long time ago. Look at her little legs. There's a lot of visuals in this episode. And then they a lot re- of visuals. Then they restuffed her after her life as a stole. Yep. So she was sewn together with other minks in a stole, which is why she doesn't have arms and she only has one eye and her mouth is a clip. Oh. Help me, help me. Is she friends with Veronica? Yeah, they met. They get along. But mm-hmm. Jelly Beth lives in the office and Veronica lives in the cabinet. Best to give them their own space. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I asked the lady at the Oddities Fest at the Oddities Expo because there was a whole basket of these, <laughs> and she was like, "Oh, I just bought antique stoles and re- stuffed re- them, st- put them back into their former former forms." The and old she, she stolen stuff. She goes, "They just make good buddies." I was like, "They <laughs> do make good buddies." So did they you do. name her Jelly Beth? Yes. Okay, it's a long story. Yep. But it's jelly, not jolly. I've been asked that. Yeah. Jelly Beth. Okay. There is nothing jolly about that mink. So her C-section scar is. (laughs) It's so long. (laughs) She is a long gal. Yeah. She's she's long. She's something. Here's a fucking patriarchy moment for us. Ooh. The first Miss America pageant, which we, I believe I talked about this briefly when we did our pageant crimes episode. Mm -hmm. Mm Mm-hmm. The first Miss America pageant was held on the Atlantic City Boardwalk in September of 1922. The winner was 16-year-old Margaret Gorman of Washington, D.C., who took home a $100 prize and a Golden Mermaid trophy. Okay. Let- 16 is feeling a little creepy yeah. considering what the pageant is now, but I imagine then they were contestants were probably younger, maybe? Well. Um, I'm not done yet with this oh, quote. Oh, God. Okay. okay. Legendary labor union leader Samuel Gompers was there for the contest and was creepily effusive about the teenage winner, saying, quote, 
She represents the type of womanhood America needs. Strong, red-blooded, able to shoulder the responsibilities of homemaking and motherhood. It is in her type that the hope of the country rests. Hips like two battleships. Yep, so nothing's changed, basically. virile. There's always a man at the pageant. And ready to make white babies. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, there was a lot of coded language in there. Mm -hmm. Red-blooded. Yeah, okay. Able to shoulder the responsibilities of Of homemaking and motherhood. Mm Mm-hmm. It's Which, like, those are big responsibilities to shoulder, but... Yeah. Ish. That's a laugh you can hang your hat on. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But also, both should be a fucking choice. Mm-hmm. And you don't have to shoulder it if you don't Now that you're engaged, to. Amanda, I hope you're able to shoulder the responsibilities of mm-hmm. homemaking and motherhood. We have an appointment <laughs> with our reverend this week <laughs> to make sure we are both ready for the commitment of marriage. After all, it is in your tap that the hope of the country rests. It, it, in my loins. Are that you red-blooded co- enough? I am. <laughs> that Ew. if we had, God forbid, I mean, that vasectomy is pending, honey. Yeah. <laughs> if we, our baby would be disgusting. It would be so wrong. <laughs> Something would be off. Your baby jelly bath. Oh, God. It would come out like a tube like that. <laughs> the doctor's That's like, wow, that is one serious shit. <laughs> Y'all just, it's its not its not safe. You don't want to, whatever would come out of this would destroy the earth. <laughs> the it's, Antichrist. NASA contacts exactly. you and it, just asks you to not reproduce. <laughs> yeah. It's, uh, it's going to be radioactive. It's all for you, Damien. <laughs> okay, moving on. New Jersey has its own volcano. Who knew? Experts estimate that the Beamerville volcano in Sussex County went out about 440 million years ago. So it's not an active volcano. Okay. But the real estate surrounding the volcano has become a hot commodity. (laughs) People have built houses all the way up the slope right up to the summit. (laughs) Well, you better hope it's inactive. I think they're pretty confident that it's inactive. Yeah. New Jersey has produced a lot of very funny people, including Paul Rudd, Flip Wilson, Danny DeVito, Jane Krakowski, Jon Stewart, Nathan Lane, Janine Garofalo, and both Abbott and Costello. Well, you know what? We're going to talk about some Sussex County, and we're going to talk about somebody named Costello in my case. Whoa, oh my God, okay. Da-da-bing. Um, I'm going to talk about Essex County. Well, no, I'm not, but that's where my case takes place. But I don't know if I mentioned that. Essex County. <laughs> the land on which the Statue of Liberty stands is owned by the state of New York, but the waters surrounding the island belong to, to Jersey City. Great. Kenyon's hometown. The Statue Ah. of Liberty is kind of... I lived there for two years. Well, for anyone out there maybe preparing to take their citizenship test, there are appropriate answers because one of the questions is what state is the Statue of Liberty in? They accept New York, New Jersey, or near New York. Okay. I would imagine they would accept near New Jersey, but don't take my word for that. Yeah, don't fail on that. No. The first drive-in movie theater was in Camden. Mm. Mm. I fucking love this, this one. New Jersey is the only state 
without a state song, in part because the front runner was deemed too obnoxious. Should have won <laughs> on that alone. <laughs> Override the veto, baby. Songwriter Red Override Mascara. <laughs> Did you get that? Yep. Red Mascara. That's the name of the man who wrote the song. Love. Red cool. Mascara penned the song, I'm from New Jersey, in 1960, and spent the next 55 years lobbying to make it a official, the official Give song. it up, Red. Damn. Unfortunately, Mascara's song was a bit of a dud, as was his campaign to sway legislators with regular visits to the state house where he would hand out gumdrops. <laughs> oh, oh, my God. God. <laughs> uh, so Governor William Cahill Ish, reportedly. That's so creepy. I know. Oh. Governor William Cahill reportedly declared in 1970, quote, if there's one thing worse than the song, I'm from New Jersey, it is Red Mascara singing, I'm from New Jersey. <laughs> My God, Red Mascara. Oh. Mascara passed away in June 2015 at the age of oh, 92. Well, now I feel bad. His quest unfulfilled. Oh, well, go lay okay. gumdrops on bad. his grave. Okay. <laughs> gumdrops. Of course it didn't work. Fucking ish. People's, they were probably licorice flavors. Hobbies and lifelong gang. goals. I don't understand. People need to be stopped. Yeah. Yeah. People are a mess. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Only two. Yeah. Only two of Jersey Shore's eight cast members were actually from New Jersey. Almost all the others are, are from New York. Yep. And the show was long, a lot of Long Island and mm. Staten Island. Mm, Staten Island. Mm -hmm. The islands. The show was none too popular among native New Jerseyans. Quote, it's bad for New Jersey, said Governor Chris Christie in 2011. So adding that Jersey Shore, <laughs> quote, does nothing more than perpetuate misconceptions about the state and its citizens. The mm. amount of times I've had to explain that where my family goes to vacation on the Jersey Shore is not like that. And people <laughs> The amount don't of times I vacationed on the Jersey Shore and it was exactly like oh, that. Oh, absolutely. <laughs> Down to one of the bars that was prominently featured on that thousand show. 1000%. Because you guys were going to like Sea Isle, right? Or Ocean City? I don't Where were you guys going we mostly? Went. Oh, okay. I don't know. You were I, in I more to, of that area. One of Zach's friends. Parents has a house on the Jersey Shore and yeah. it's a great house, but like within walking distance is one of these bars. One of the board. Oh, yeah. Like a boardwalk are bar. You, are you friends with Joey Yanks? I <laughs> we all I know is that we would regularly make like new friends because there would be like 25 of us on the 4th of July. At was this one house. of them Zach? No, I already knew Zach. And <laughs> there was well, inevitably Zach would, would make friends with those yeah. flavor of people. <laughs> My favorite was a girl who was like so tan. She basically was Snooky and she had a tattoo that said YOLO. Wonderful. <laughs> well, I fucking love her. So, Where was it? Where was the tattoo? Oh, the hip. Yes. Okay, perfect. Yeah, perfect. It's not the small of her back. No, it was a it was small of her back. A little just after tramp stamps really came out of fashion before they All went right. back into fashion. Okay. Got it. I'm bringing a bet. <laughs> I am getting my Dr. Phil it's okay to look tramp stamp. <laughs> I'm doing it. Cast member Snooky fired back a characteristically nonsensical rebuttal. 
It's the Jersey Shore, she told NJ.com. We're not, we're not trying to represent Jersey. <laughs> Where's the beach? She's not wrong. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I it, love do, her. it doesn't make sense. Well, I don't even know what she well, was trying to get at with that quote. I, they're, they're not representing all of New Jersey. Yeah. They're representing the Jersey the Shore, Jersey which is a Shore. very specific Hashtag culture. YOLO. Yeah. Okay. Vibe. I follow her. Mm-hmm. No right. notes. Moving I mean, I follow her line of thought. I don't follow her like in life. <laughs> I want to make that I very do. clear. I love her. She's got to have Instagram. Oh, oh yeah, sure. honey. Okay. According to local Girl, legend, the Jersey Devil burst mm-hmm. into the world in the Pine Barrens on a black and stormy night in 1735. I didn't realize Cryptids, it was that old. baby. The 13th child of a bitter woman. <laughs> the monster was reportedly born with a horse's head. So many horse heads. Yeah. yeah. What on earth? A horse's head, hooves, long bl- long back legs, stubby front legs, glowing red eyes, and an ear-splitting screech. Just after That's birth. Yeah. Sounding like me. <laughs> stubby front legs. You have stubby long front legs. Longish backs, hooves, hooves, <laughs> glowing red eyes, and an yeah. ear-splitting screech. I'm checking a lot of boxes for Jersey Devil. Just after birth, the beast flew up the chimney and vanished. To this day, people still report seeing a winged goat-like monster flying through the Pine Barrens. There you go. Lock. It sounds a lot like Mothman. Mm-hmm. I mean, without well, does it have wings? Moth part it says it flew. Yeah. Well, whatever. The the versions Doesn't of the Jersey Devil anyway. that I've heard is that it's more like a like a a, a beast on the ground. I've I didn't never hear anything fucking about heard wings. of this. Well, you have never heard of the Jersey Devil. Mm-mm. Like they're sport, they have sports teams all over Jersey called oh. the Jersey Devils, based on this cryptid. Em and Christine Can't- would be very disappointed in you. I'm not up on my cryptids at all. Never that's have fair. been. That's, that's fair. A, that's fair. Despite she knows her lane and she's staying. It's, it's in a it. blank spot for me. Mm-hmm. What can I say? That's fair. Despite its small size, New Jersey has a big appetite. The state is often called the diner capital of the world. It is. For the hundreds of classic diners that pepper the state's roadways. I've been to a lot of great diners in Jersey. One estimate put it at 525 diners in the state. Mm -hmm. The best. It's Mm -hmm. a lot of diners. Oh, yeah. They don't fuck around with their diners. No. In 1883, Roselle became the first town in the world wired for electricity. Cute. Thomas Edison designed the system where electricity was carried by overhead wires. And because his lab was in New Jersey, so it was probably just like a nearby town he could kind of experiment with. The New York Jets, the New York Giants, and the New York Red Red Bulls, okay, are actually all based in New Jersey. <laughs> I think they renamed them the Red Bulls after fucking Red Bull. Like yeah, that's the gross. beverage. Yeah. Like, it was like a sponsorship thing. I I'm going to borf. That's nasty. I've never heard of the bull. Was it the New York Bulls before that? I've know. never heard of I don't think so, because Chicago already that. had that. Yeah. Well, the Giants also have San Francisco. True. But I don't know. Sports. The Jets and the Giants Next. share MetLife Stadium in East Rutherford, and the Red Bulls play at the Red Bull Arena in Harrison. Okay, here's my last fun fact, and it's my favorite one, and I should have saved it for a drunk dive because it's fucking ridiculous. President James Garfield was shot twice by an assassin in Washington, D.C. on my birthday, July 2nd, 1881. Whoa. Um, The first one, I think, went through, like, his arm, 
and the second one hit him in the back, like the back, the backbone. Oh, dang. There's a photo on the drive of the path of the bullet through, through his vertebrae. Okay. I was so confused. I was right. They were named after they were sold to Red Bull, whatever, for the arena and Queen then of rebranded. Sports. Great. Queen of sports, everybody. What were they before? (laughs) The New York, New Jersey Metro Stars. Wow. Boring. Okay. Well, that was a lateral move. Yeah. (laughs) Okay. So James Garfield shot in the arm and then shot in the back. Nearly two months later, he was still alive, but it didn't look very good. And the heat in D.C. was not helping the situation. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Oh, I can smell that. I can too. The festering. Ugh. Wound. It's a swamp. It is, it is. A swamp. DC in the summer. Oh. oh my god! I don't want to throw up on my engagement. <laughs> what if you did oh. though? <laughs> I'm getting close. Keep drinking that champagne. It's gonna make it worse. Garfield's doctors transferred him to a seaside cottage in Elberon, New Jersey, in the hopes that the sea air would aid his recovery. Gar- did it? You'll find out. Garfield's doctors went to great lengths to preserve his life. Perhaps too great. Oh, no. We'll get to it. Garfield died in Elberon on September 19th, 1881, just two months before his 50th birthday. And historians believe the president might have lived if it weren't for his doctor's misguided efforts. Hmm. So I did a little more digging to find out what the fuck that meant. Yeah. Bloodletting, leeches. Nope. It's a little late for that shit. it It wasn't either of those. First of all, his lead doctor was named... Dr. Dr. Willard Bliss. His first name was, was doctor, doctor. And then he became a doctor. So his name was Dr. Dr. Willard Bliss. Hate that. Okay. <laughs> really hate that. Oh I know. my God. That's horrible. I know. That's on the nose. I like Second, the heavy handedness yeah. of Dr. the parents' doctor. dreams for their child. Dr. Dr. Willard Bliss. DDS. Dedious. <laughs> es- Esquire. Esquire. He just becomes a chiropractor. His parents are like, God damn it. <laughs> that will be dreamed for you. An, a musician. <laughs> Can you imagine the mantle of being named doctor? I can't believe this guy wasn't mentioned in the um that book. The fucking Mal- Malcolm Gladwell book about the different names. <laughs> No. Oh, yeah. Uh, I don't know what you're talking about. Love he you, did though. like a study about like <laughs> baby names. And there was Love like, yeah. there were like yeah. brothers that were named winner and loser. Jesus fucking Christ. And then like he like, whatever. And winner actually had a horrible life and loser actually had a great life or something. Listen, that's know. that's the testament to keeping your expectations low. Mm-hmm. Okay. So that's not the weirdest part. Moving on. Secondly, at the time, they didn't have x-rays or any safe ways to determine how much damage that bullet did because mm-hmm. it went it went through. So they just didn't know like which if any organs were pierced or affected or whatever. So at first, it it it, tur- it turns out they they know now just from studying that it really wasn't that bad. It was it would not have been a lethal injury, but they Great. just didn't know they how kept bad it was. At it. His doctors thought that it might be bad. So at first he wasn't allowed to eat solid foods, but then eventually his doctors insisted that he was fed rectally. (gasps) They loved fiddling with the rectum. 
They loved a butthole. They fiddled like with him. They fiddled with him all over. Mm-hmm. Stick spicy food up her butt. Mm-hmm. Well, specifically, he received beef bouillon, egg yolks, milk, whiskey, and drops of opium eh? through his butt. Imagine the stench. I feel ill. So he was basically starved to death. He would have survived if his doctors just didn't do that. That <laughs> man smells like mouth? the Jersey Turnpike uh, in his last days. Yeah, with his wife and his daughter by his side. <laughs> oh, no. You gonna go. She gonna blow. She's gonna blow. My mouth is water. She's like, a Beaverville volcano. <laughs> I've had a big day. I also got my period today. It's been a really big day. Ooh, we, let's just keep going then. That That is my segment. I hope you learned Woo! a lot about New Jersey. Maybe some shit yeah. you didn't need to know. <laughs> Good God. All right. Well, let's all take a moment to recover yep. here from our sponsors. <laughs> okay, let's throw up. I'm going to throw up. Okay, we'll be right back. We'll be right back. You know, I'm of the belief that enough is never enough. Ever. Ever. You can never have too much. You can never have too much cake. You can never have too much alone time. Alone time. You can never have too much candy. Sleep. You can never have too much sleep. And you can never have too much fun. You want more. More is better. More is fun. And why be content with having enough when you can have more? And Best Fiends always satisfies your need for more. More puzzles, more me time, more fun. For me, I'm on level 2,913. <laughs> so, I'm on 1279. You're catching up. I'm working on it. I love it. And, you know, like, inner peace is great and all, but, you know, what's better, making it to level 2,913 <laughs> in Best Fiends. That's what true satisfaction feels like. Truly. So once you download Best Fiends, you can play anywhere, even without an internet connection, which is my favorite part about that. Mm -hmm. I love playing Best Fiends if I'm traveling, if I'm on an airplane. I don't know. My internet went out last night, so I just sat on my couch with a candle and played Best Fiends. Oh, that's so romantic. It was very romantic. (laughs) So you can collect tons of fiends that get powered up as you play more levels. They're so cute. I have this like pink little praying mantis. She's so cute. They're just I like love her. cartoony bugs. And you 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 give them more meteorites and whatever, and then they grow and they just get cuter and cuter. I love it. Every win brings new challenges. There are thousands of puzzles to play, and they also have new in-game events that are added all the time. You can hit pinatas, mm-hmm. you can roll the dice, you mm-hmm. can collect lots of prizes as you you know scuttle around the board. There's yeah. just there's it's just fun little sub-games that just always keep it fresh and interesting. And with thousands of levels, there is always more to play. So go ahead and let enough is never enough be your mantra. Yes. Download Best Fiends for free from the App Store or Google Play. Plus, earn even more with $5 worth of in-game rewards when you reach level 5. That's friends without the R. Best Fiends. With HelloFresh, you get farm-fresh, pre-portioned ingredients and seasonal recipes delivered right to your doorstep. Skip trips to the grocery store and count on HelloFresh to make home cooking easy, fun, and affordable. That's why it's America's number one meal kit. 
My favorite day is when my new HelloFresh box comes. Yeah. I'm so excited to cook dinner. It's just always, it's just always exciting. I I feel like I always have new recipes to try out. You don't get stuck in the recipe rut. Mm -hmm. That is the worst thing ever. They also have like amazing seasonal recipes. So maybe if you want to bust out the grill on a nice warm evening and make dinner from HelloFresh's cookout collection. Yes. Summertime is here. Yeah, so they got recipes like Melty Monterey Jack Burgers. Oh my God, stop. Yum. Uh-huh. The other day, oh, also, summertime, you don't want to spend all your time like doing the dishes. So I like their one pan meals. Oh. So like their one pan mango salsa pork tacos with cilantro and sour cream. Oh, uh, yum. I love mango mixed with meats. I also love it if there's only one pan, there's less dishes to do. I love it. You can also customize your favorite dishes with Hello Custom by swapping out one protein or side for another, upgrading for a more luxe experience, or even adding protein to a veggie meal. So you can, Mm. oh my God, they just have everything. That means more choices, more variety, and more meals truly tailored to you. Yes, so go to HelloFresh.com slash Gals16 and use code Gals16, that's G-A-L-S-1-6, for up to 16 free meals and three free gifts. Yes. It's the best. Once again, go to HelloFresh.com slash Gals16 and use code Gals16 for up to 16 free meals and three free gifts. Treat yourself to HelloFresh, America's number one meal kit. Are we ready for my case? Yes. Usually not. I think this was the fan pick case, but also time is a flat circle, so I can't remember now. And if it wasn't, I did not cover the fan pick case, so So, sorry. I think it was. I don't know how I would have found this case otherwise, but it's great. Okay, cool. Sorry, RJ. We do our best out here. I think, shout out to you, RJ, I think. Okay. So Alan Mackerley first met Frank Lee Black Jr. when he was a teenager riding home from school in Sussex County, New Jersey. Nice. Frank Lee, I, darling, I don't give oh, a damn. Frankly, yeah. In a bus driven by Black. So Frank Black is driving the bus. Alan Mackerley is a teenager riding the bus. They meet. This is the fan pick case. I just checked, and RJ says that this particular bus company was the bus company that he took to school. (gasps) Fabulous. Love it. That's why I don't mind me. I'm just going to keep eating engagement pizza. I love it. You've earned it, honey. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So, Mackerley's father owned a transportation company, and he was eager to chat with Black about what it was like working as a bus driver because I think he was like considering becoming a bus driver and then taking over the transportation company of his father. Mm-hmm. So, they get to chatting. As it turns out, Black's father, the guy driving the bus, also owned a transportation company, and he was set to inherit the transportation company. So, oh my God, the stars have aligned. We've got so much in common. Mm-hmm. Okay. So these two, Alan and Frank, maintained uh, a friendship for many years. However, their warm feelings towards each other faded as each went on to inherit their respective family businesses and a bitter, bussing rivalry ensued. Ooh. Oh, my God. So we're getting a sneak peek of what will happen if wine and crime breaks up. <laughs> yeah. 
It's the same let's thing. Just, yeah. yeah, let's just it, we'll let's each absorb start rival school bus companies. Bus companies. <laughs> I'm, let's absorb, I'm following. Let's absorb this story as though we yeah. are the main I got characters. you. Yeah, yeah. She gets it. She gets it. I'm smelling what you're stepping in. <laughs> I'm smelling what you're tooting. <laughs> Uh, hard-boiled eggs and uh, beef boil, whiskey, and- opium drops. <laughs> Put up your butt. Yeah, uh-huh. egg white, egg yolks. Oh, uh, okay. Mm. Oh, beef my bullion. God. Okay, stop. I know we literally just said the same thing, but when you said it, it grossed me out more. Beef okay. bullion. <laughs> no, it's the eggs. Oh. I know. <laughs> okay, okay. So the bus company that Frank took over, creatively named Bus Service, Inc. (laughs) You know what? First of all, first of all, starts with B. You're going to have great uh, real estate. Great great real estate in the yellow pages. Mm -hmm. Okay. Or white pages. You you know exactly what, oh, white pages. Got Mm -hmm. it. You know exactly what you're signing up for. Yep. So Bus Service, Inc., is Frank's family busing company. This was a bus contracting business that operated school buses throughout New Jersey's Sussex County. Tell me the other one is Service Bus Inc. Oh, that'd be amazing. <laughs> oh, I fucking wish. That'd the, be so good. The bus company run by Mackerly, Byram Bus Line Inc. I don't know why it was called Byram. Maybe that Bruce was his dad's Burvis name or something. Inc. I don't know. Okay. Operated pretty much exclusively in next door, Morris County. Okay. Okay. So for decades, each of these companies had stuck to their own turf and there had been no cause for direct competition. And it was just like, you get this county, we get that county, you know. We have our turf. Yeah. There was a longstanding unspoken code of conduct amongst transportation companies in New Jersey that it was expected that companies would decline to bid on routes that were seen as belonging to another company. You don't give away the wordle, and you don't yeah. bust on each other's turf. That's it's just the actually Bible. These are just the rules of humanity. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Civilized society. But this was also an industry known for price fixing and backroom deals because we have all seen The Sopranos. Oh, yeah. So it was sort of like trash collection. Yeah. The I'm Sopranos, not saying that. Like, There's mob ties, I'm not, but I'm not saying there aren't. Yeah. I don't There's think no way to know. There explicitly are, but draw if, your own conclusions. If they're operating sure. as such, who's to say? Mm-hmm. People definitely, some of the people in this case definitely in their own minds think right. are mob bosses. Yeah, exactly. Got it. Okay. Are running a bus ring. Right. Bus ring. <laughs> in fact, New Jersey spends far more on school bus contracts than most other states because there are these turf lines and you know, you if you can't have competitive bidding, then you can't save money on these contracts. And then school districts are like, well, fuck, we got to pay because this is the only company that bid and whatever. Mm-hmm. So according to one source, quote, reports are rampant that companies routinely carve up the turf of school bus routes to avoid true competitive bidding at great cost to taxpayers. New Jersey taxpayers are the ones being taken for a ride. Oh, (laughs) I love you, Pat. (laughs) By a school bus industry which seemingly enjoys unchallenged access to public funds, end quote. Uh So I can't even claim credit for the (laughs) pun. You delivered it beautifully. Thank you. So then in the mid-1990s, Frank Black's company broke this code of conduct 
when Uh it acquired the contract for Morris County's Mine Hill School District, which had long been held by Byram Bus Lines. Mm -hmm. So this loss would not have been hugely financially significant for Alan Mackerley. It's the principle. Exactly. Uh Uh-huh. It's the principle of it. I get it. The school district was tiny. It only had about 150 kids. It was like a very small little contract. I don't care if you're picking up one kid. That's my turf. Exactly. You get it. (laughs) Yep. You are a bus driver in New Jersey. Uh Uh-huh. Yeah. That's my route. But this encroachment onto his turf by his old friend was, to him, unforgivable. Oh, unforgivable. He knew. Mm -hmm. He knew. I get it. This was intentional. This is a direct attack on me and worse, my family. My family. My family. Yeah. So I can take it. You don't (laughs) challenge my family. Yep. You are tuned up. (laughs) You're taking food out of my baby's mouths. (laughs) You get it. I get it. It was also clearly malicious because he hadn't just like slightly underbid him to get this con. Like it wasn't like an accident. Frank Black had underbid by nearly half. Yeah, it's like it's no. <laughs> there's no money in this anyway. It was, I think, a shot across the bow. A thousand percent. He yeah. offered it pro bono. Yeah, I'll do it for free. I'll I just want to get into Morris County. I just really care about these kids. <laughs> yeah, I just I'll do really it for free. care about the Mine Hill School District. <laughs> it's my passion. <laughs> so passion. Co- it's a passion project. According to one of Mackerley's longtime friends, quote, to say he despised Frank Black is probably an understatement. Oh. I love it. So the two men attended an industry banquet at some point after this contract kerfuffle. I want to go to a bus driver's banquet. <laughs> In New so Jersey. badly. In wow. New Jersey. Think okay, of, well, that's my wedding theme. That's New how, Jersey bus banquet. That's how you know that it's the <laughs> 90s and there's just like too much money, money flying yeah. around that they can just Do we have really need industry this? banquets. Can you have that? Who needs this? Well, there are industry like this? expos. No, but this well, was sure. like, like award ceremony. <laughs> Best was a driver. Banquet. <laughs> I don't know. So the two men attended this, and at one point, Mackerley publicly threatened Black. He like went up to his table and said, "Quote: I'm going to put you under, <gasps> under the ground. Mm, which That's under a that fertile That's a soil. Threat. So it, I'm going to bury." Interpreted as like put your business like going under like put your no. business under or it could be like being anesthetized six feet under not in Jersey honey mm. so then in February of 1996 maybe in the he was midst a dentist of, he was <laughs> but a gender bus company owner in the midst of the <laughs> <laughs> I feel like I've really driven that point home get it ah, Charles ah. Lambert. His her son Charles Lambert, <laughs> his adult son Charles Lambert. Come on, Phyllis How did you remember that? How did Wait, I? Lucy remembered it. Because yeah. well, Lucy had to say it, it said like times. nine times in that one obit. <laughs> Completely committed uh, to memory. It said the char- the name of the surviving son more times than the guy who died. Than the, the deceased. deceased. Okay, so February 1996, in the midst of this ongoing rift between the two men, 
Black announced to his family that he was flying to West Palm Beach, Florida. Oh, for a little vacation. To meet with a Chilean woman who had gotten in touch with him, hoping to purchase 60 of his vans from his Isn't company. that convenient? Now we have an alibi. Okay. And cutouts so, of Patrick Swayze. The woman had contacted Frank's office several times, leaving messages under the name Mia Giordano, but she had declined to ever leave a callback number with Frank's office manager, who also happened to be his girlfriend. I think he was saying, I think he was divorced from his wife and had like adult children and was dating his office manager, I think. Okay. It doesn't really matter. Okay. In the lead up to Frank's Florida trip, Mia Giordano had called and specified how he would recognize her at their meeting saying that she was blonde. Oh, because they hadn't met in person yet. They hadn't met in person yet. Got it. Okay, and it's pre-Facebook. Yeah, it's 1996. Pre-tender. Yeah. Saying she was blonde and five foot one inches tall. Mm-hmm. So he departed on a flight to Florida from Newark aboard Kiwi Airlines. Wow. That is a that is a destination and, uh, I don't know. Something. An origin city. It's something else. I think there it's were a lot great. of, like, really cheap, airlines mm-hmm. back then before everything was like consolidated yeah mm-hmm. into monopolies yes the good old days remember northwest oh yeah, oh, yeah. based mm-hmm. in minnesota yeah didn't delta buy that sure did yeah or did sun country oh. either one i feel like delta did i don't know delta it. Okay. okay so frank is going to do this business deal in florida you know packs a bag is going to be gone for like a weekend or whatever Delta. Or a couple days. It was Delta. And he is never seen alive again. Oh, (gasps) Oh, okay. Oops. I guessed the wrong death. Well, he was the one that had done the competitive bid. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So after Frank's family reported him missing, like a few days later, police quickly got involved in the case, believing his disappearance to be suspicious because he had a family, he had a house, he was a millionaire, he had a business that he was... At very active and running day to day. He's not going to run away. Yeah. Rival businessman Alan Mackerley was interviewed soon after Black's disappearance, but denied any knowledge of his former friend's whereabouts. Mm-hmm. However, a detective in the case later stated that, quote, as time progressed, we consistently got leads that pointed back to him. For example, yes. Mackerley had connections to Florida. Yes, okay. He split his time between New Jersey and the Sunshine State, where he so owned... easily could have bopped over there. Mm-hmm. Where he owned a waterfront home in Stuart. Oh, Stuart. Which is very close to West Palm Beach. Oh, jeez. Mackerley also owned two boats, a small motorboat and a larger cruiser that he had named Jersey Girl, because of course he did. Oh, come on. The Ben Affleck one. That's perfect. (laughs) Investigators also looked into Mia Giordano, but no such person existed in either Florida or New Jersey. Interesting. What's more, the the company that she supposedly owned, which needed 60 vans, was similarly fake. Uh Uh-huh. Following a trail of suspicious credit card charges in Florida using Frank Black's credit cards, investigators were able to determine that actually Black wasn't ever seen in these locations where the cards had been used. Hmm. Rather, they were being used by a dark-haired woman that they, you know, 
through whatever investigative techniques figured out was Lisa Costello. Costello. Ooh, Mm -hmm. Ooh, okay. In on it. And Lisa Costello just so happened to be Alan McAlee's lover. Oh, my God. It all connects. Oh, it's salacious. After interviewing Costello's former neighbors, police learned that she had previously been a small-time drug dealer. Uh Uh-oh. Selling mostly cocaine, but also Rohypnol, a.k.a. roofies or date rape drugs, which like... For putting you under. Which like, that's really fucked up to be a woman selling roofies, but... Yeah. People take them recreationally, though. Yeah, and apparently some people take them to like counter the effects of cocaine, but like, don't you take cocaine to have the effects of cocaine? I'm not I saying it, it makes sense, but people do take that shit recreationally right, for whatever right. reason. Anyway, whatever. she was known to have access to and possession of roofies. Sure. So now with the connection to the victim and the motive sealed, investigators developed a very clear theory of the case. Witnesses had seen Frank Black on the plane and arriving in Florida, and police now believe that he had been lured there unknowingly to Mackerley's Florida home. So like he was brought to this home, but he didn't know it belonged to Mackerley. Well, right. Yeah. Yeah. Thinking it's his new business yeah, me, venture. Mia's home or whatever. Mm-hmm. Thinking, thinking that he was interacting with a person named Mia Giordano and she mm-hmm. was literally wearing a blonde wig. And Lisa Costello is five foot one. Okay. So there it's believed that Costello slipped him, still in character, in her blonde mm-hmm. wig, slipped him a roofie. Uh-huh. He yep. passed out, and then Alan Mackerley showed up and dragged him to the foyer and shot Frank Black to death in oh, his own shit. foyer. Ew. Oh, my God. So he was Ew. shot in the head before his body was taken out on one of Mackerley's boats wrapped in a tarp along with the murder weapon, the gun, no, and thrown into the ocean. Oh, oh my, God. my God. Yes. Wow. They found it? Or that was just the theory? Well, this is the theory. It It is correct. Okay. And apparently at some point a few days later, or like when he first threw it in the ocean from the boat, it didn't sink. Mm-hmm. And he was like, well, fucking shit. Yeah. So then he- I wish I had read- any book yeah, I know. that would have told me this. Listen to a single episode I'm, of this podcast. I mean, I know it was the 90s and it wasn't th- the access to the mm-hmm. internet, but like we had so many crime shows then. Mm-hmm. I feel like disposal of the body is a 90% of the crime. I think he just thought mm-hmm. it's the ocean, like it, mm-hmm. the ocean is vast. Well, you also float better in the ocean yeah. in the general. Salt. Exactly. Uh-huh. Idiot. So it didn't sink. So he jumped in the water and stabbed it with a knife, like the tarp, not the body necessarily. <laughs> not gonna to try and get the tarp to like fill with water yes. to push him down. Yeah, this, he's this guy is not not well. well. He's not doing a great job. Apparently, it worked enough in the moment to satisfy yeah. him. So it's he, just gonna pop back up later, right? But right. he doesn't know that, right? Mm-hmm. So he left. Sorry, this is all like from memory because I didn't have a chance to put this part in my notes. So I watched 
a great like 49 minute 90s special with tons of reenactments and it was great. Oh my god, yes. that's my favorite type of television. <laughs> yeah. So, like they and they really nailed the like 90s New Jersey costumes of like yes. some of these women. <laughs> it's oh great. God. There will be photos on the drive. Yes. So, we will get to it, but Alan Mackerly had a close friend who was a pilot mm-hmm. who he'd like been retired Air Force whatever. And still flew commercially occasionally. And Alan Mackerly was a millionaire from these fucking buses. And so he bought a small plane and had his friend, like, pilot him around sometimes. Mm -hmm. And he reached out to his friend and said, hey, we need you to do a quick flight over this part of the ocean. Whatever. I need you to fly it. Needs to happen today. And the friend was like, well, I brought the plane in for some repairs, so it's not going to be ready for a couple days. I can take you in a couple days or we can we can rent a different plane. And Mackerley was like, no, we have to take. It has to be today. It has to be this plane and it has to be today. So I don't know how they fix that, but they go out. Or maybe the friend said no. But what he wanted to do was take the plane out over that part of the ocean where he dumped the body and see if it was floating back up. Okay. Okay. So. They subpoena Lisa Costello. She sticks by her boyfriend's side for like a she long by time. Her man. Yeah. Refuses to talk, refuses to cooperate. They took like a big risk in subpoenaing her because of you know the right against self-incrimination, whatever. If she had admitted to the crime after being subpoenaed and forced to testify, then she would not be prosecuted for it. Like it was mm-hmm. basically like almost like a pre plea deal, mm-hmm. but because she refused to cooperate, they held her in contempt of the subpoena, and she was like languishing, sitting around in mm-hmm. jail. I don't know. Okay, you're like extra punished, right? Right. So she could have had an out. Basically, she could have gotten immunity if she had cooperated after the mm-hmm. subpoena, mm-hmm. and she didn't. So she shot herself in the foot. Mm-hmm. So the true break in the case came when the pilot friend, William J. Anderson, who had been a school bus contractor as well. (laughs) Back to the buses. Life is long. And he was, (laughs) this Anderson had been Mackerley's best friend for many years. And he went to the police to report that Mackerley had confessed to him that he had murdered Black and this whole like airplane flight story. Good. Always sell out your murder friend. Yeah. Yes. Always. That's one of you. Lisa's in custody. She eventually spent 20 months in prison for contempt after refusing to cooperate with prosecutors. Mm Mm-hmm. And Alan Mackerley, now 53, was arrested and charged with the kidnapping and murder of 58-year-old Frank Lee Black Jr. So that 20-month punishment was for nothing. Pretty much, just because she was a pain in the ass. Yeah. Yeah. So the prosecution laid out a scenario based on witness statements and Mr. Anderson's retelling of the confession. So he described how once Black had arrived... At Mackerley's Florida home, after being escorted from the airport by Mia Giordano, a.k.a. Lisa Costello, he was then drugged, shot by Mackerley in the foyer, and his body was then loaded onto the Jersey Girl boat Mm -hmm. (laughs) and driven miles out to sea and disposed of. 
That's so Ugh. humiliating for the deceased. The Jersey girl. Yeah, I was dragged out to see. Everything about girl. this is so New Jersey. Like, I know the murder took place in Florida, but like rival bus companies. <laughs> yeah. The Jersey girl. Yeah, yeah. The boat. Yeah. The blonde wig. Yep. God. Honestly, Never trust a blonde man. The five one lady in a blonde wig. Yep. Yeah, and like the jewelry and the, yeah. all of it. It's just, it's so New Jersey. It's perfect. So basically their entire theory of the case was correct. Also, at one point, investigators went to Mackerley's Florida home and they had like started renovations, but like literally only in the foyer. And they had like only ripped up like the carpet in the foyer and like a piece of one wall. <laughs> and that's it. Like they didn't even try. Also very jersey. That's how you do renovations. Like yeah. five square feet at a time. I just mm-hmm. didn't want those two feet of drywall. Yeah. 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 So um, duh. basically instead of trying to clean any blood, they just were like, cut it out, throw oh, it in the ocean. Oh my God. They panicked. Yeah. So, I mean, it was very suspicious, but at the same time, if they hadn't gotten William Anderson to talk to, like, be a witness, these two might have never been convicted because everything was circumstantial. (laughs) So the prosecution laid out the scenario. They were right. Mackerley's defense attorney presented two alternative theories of the case, which didn't hold water. I get it. The first was that Black could simply have died of a heart attack or other natural causes while in Florida and to like, and like then disappeared. I don't, I don't know because the body was never found. So it was impossible to like really say the cause of death. Right, right. But the lawyer suggested that if Black had in fact been uh, murdered, the like defense lawyer said that if Black had been murdered, the much more likely culprit was Lisa Costello because she was the one that like they really had, you know, witness statements of her using Black's credit card. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. She had been the one after all to contact Black numerous times by phone using a fake name, lure him to the state, used his mm-hmm. credit card, wore a wig. You're part of it, honey. Yeah. You're part of You're it. You're in duty. Like a big part of it. Right. Like a but crucial part. She supplied the roofies. Yeah. But the jury basically like realized that like she only had a motive on behalf of her boyfriend. Sure. Alan Mackerley. So like she's absolutely involved. She's but culpable. She, but yeah. she what he can't he can't Mackerley can't say, well, she just did it and I had nothing to do right. with it. Yeah. Right. He can't throw her under the bus. <laughs> ah okay. I'm on fire, okay. y'all. I'm on fire. I'm on fire. <laughs> so the jury only deliberated for four hours before ultimately finding Mackerley guilty of kidnapping and murder. And Lisa Costello was eventually found guilty on the same charges. However, in 2001, the Florida Supreme Court overturned the conviction and their decision hinged on the fact that Mackerley's kidnapping conviction had later been vacated and therefore the murder conviction must also be reversed. So some stupid Uh-oh. bullshit. Technicality. Jesus. Because is he out? Technically, Mackerley didn't kidnap him. He was involved in like the conspiracy to kidnap. He orchestrated. But yeah, I guess I can see that. But whatever. 
So Mackerly went on to be tried twice more for the murder of Black, first in 2002 and then again in 2003. The 2002 one ended in a mistrial. I don't fucking know why or care. But in 2003, <laughs> he was reconvicted and sentenced to life in prison. So that piece is done. And Alan Mackerly died in prison actually this year, 2022, oh, okay. at 78 well, years old. Bye-bye. And I believe Lisa's mm. still in prison as well. So bye-bye. Bye, Jersey girl. Wow. Oh, the Jer- and the Jersey girl has been sunk. <laughs> yeah. So that she could never be ridden again. Ugh, so anyway, that renamed. is the Frank Lee Black Jr. busing scandal murder. I Beautiful. love it. That is gold. That's New that Jersey, baby. That is as baby. gold as the chain around the around Vinny's yep, neck, neck of the Jersey okay. girl. Yeah, 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 we got I'm there. Fine. We're I'm fine. fine. Man is not distracted. You're distracted. <laughs> no, I'm fine. I'm fine. I'm fine. Well You're done. So yeah. fine. Well, thank you so much to it's RJ, RJ, mm-hmm. RJ, for uh, suggesting that case. I had never heard of it. Love it. Mm. Nice job. Mm-hmm. I love it. All right, Should let's we hear, hear a quick word. Quick word. Let's do it. If you're anything like me, I like to avoid looking at my credit card statements. Oh, I won't. <laughs> I refuse. Well, I don't refuse, but I hate it. Well, nobody should refuse, but yes, everybody hates it. And it can be hard to see the light at the end of the tunnel when you have high interest debt. Mm -hmm. There is nothing more anxiety inducing to me. Mm -hmm. And sometimes it can be even harder to ask for help in dealing with high interest debt. And that is where Upstart comes in. Uh, Upstart is amazing. Upstart powered personal loans can help you pay down high interest debt all online with simple and easy to understand payment terms. Upstart has helped over 1.8 million customers on their path to financial freedom. And whether it's paying off credit cards, consolidating high interest debt, or funding personal expenses, Upstart can help you get one fixed monthly payment with a clear payoff date. It's huge. That's so helpful. Mm-hmm. Upstart knows that you're more than just your credit score. So rather than looking at your credit score alone, Upstart's model considers other factors like your income, employment, and other information provided in your loan application to find you a smarter rate for your loan. You can check your rate in minutes for loans between $1,000 and $50,000 without impacting your credit score. And you can even receive funds as fast as one business day after accepting your loan. It's that easy. It's so easy. So don't wait and check your rate today at upstart.com slash gals. That's upstart.com slash G-A-L-S to check your rate today. Don't forget to use our URL to let them know we sent you. Loan amounts will be determined based on your credit, income, and certain other information provided in your loan application. Go to upstart.com slash gals and treat you debt relief. Treat it. So you know that I have done everything, everything. to get silky, strong, healthy hair. When I say everything... I mean everything. I mean, it's installed at this point. Okay? And I've tried, like, every gimmicky, grow your hair. The mayonnaise. Yeah, all the, like, the egg, the egg masks. I mean, it's foul, okay? So if you are tired of those ineffective hair treatments and are hungry to try something that actually works... Give Vegamore a try like we did. 
Ugh, Vegamore has transformed our hair. Their clean and vegan approach to hair health uses smart botanicals that promote visibly thicker, fuller, longer looking hair. I have such thin hair. Mm-hmm, like, same. root to tip, she's tiny and there's not a lot of her. Mm-hmm. But Vegamore honestly makes my hair just feel thicker when I uh, use like other products without Vegamore. Mm-hmm. It just doesn't really have that much of an impact. But when I combine it all, and Vegamore is so easy to incorporate into my routine. It's just like the shampoo, the conditioner. I got a beautiful serum. There's this really nice rubber brush that it's like a massage on your head. Oh, But yes. it works that stuff deep into your roots. I just love it. It's like a self-care moment every day. Obsessed. With help from Vegamore, get healthy, beautiful-looking hair without the use of harmful chemicals. All of their products are cruelty-free and never contain potentially harmful chemicals like parabens or hormones. Mm-hmm. Scary. Don't like it. I know. Not I don't like all it. the stuff you can't pronounce. No. Yeah. No. Vegamore has something for everyone looking to improve their hair health. The Grow Revitalizing Shampoo and Conditioner Kit that I mentioned works together to create visibly thicker hair and improve your hair from the roots you just massage the shampoo into your scalp for 60 seconds. You can use that lovely rubbery brush. Mm. And then you follow up with the conditioner on lengths to ends. It is as simple as that. Having Vegamore as my go-to shampoo and conditioner is a game changer for my overall hair health. And it smells delicious. So good. I have to, like, prevent Corey from using it. I'm like, no, you have your own <laughs> shampoo and conditioner. This is, <laughs> this is mama's. Yeah, you can't when- use this. No, with Vegamore, there is no risk when trying because they have a 90-day money-back guarantee. But with 91% of customers saying they saw visibly thicker hair with Vegamore in just three months, you're just not going to want to run out. No, you're not. So give your hair exactly what it's been craving with Vegamore. Go to vegamore.com slash gals and use code gals to save 20% on your first order. That's V-E-G-A-M-O-U-R dot com slash gals, code gals, to save 20% on your first order and treat your hair. Treat it. So if you're wondering what could possibly be the key to consistently good hair days, well, I've got news for you. The answer is using ingredients that benefit your unique hair. Function of Beauty makes hair care products that are 100% customizable, made for your hair where it's at now, and also where you want it to go. Exactly. And Function of Beauty is the world's first fully customizable hair care that creates individually filled shampoos, conditioners, styling, and treatment formulas based on your hair now and where you want it to go. I'm a huge fan of Function of Beauty because my hair has a lot of different needs. And a lot of different requirements. And so and a lot I'm of different able, colors. A lot of different colors. <laughs> so I'm able to be like, okay, I want to moisturize, but I also want to have color protection and I want to uh, volumize, like all of these different things. And I can kind of pick out, like we say, customize my hair care line to make it all work for me. It was founded by a dream team of engineers and cosmetic scientists, and each function of beauty product is individually designed to be as unique as you are. And if you're like, I don't know if I'll be able to find a formula that works for me. Well, <laughs> Function of Beauty <laughs> offers over 54 trillion possible formulations. Good Lord. Yeah, it's a lot. So every one of them is vegan and cruelty-free, and they never use sulfates or parabens. You can also go completely silicone-free. You're going to find a formula that works for you, and here is how they do it. 
First, you take the quick hair quiz to build your hair profile and select five hair goals like lengthening, volumizing, oil control, color control. Mm. And like, does your hair get frizzy in the winter, but it's super oily in the summer? Surprise! Function formulations are meant to be changed when your hair needs change. Then you choose your color and your fragrance, or you can go dye or fragrance-free if you have some sensitivities. This is like a perfect solution. Then you get your freshly filled formula delivered straight to your door, and then you just prepare for good hair days ahead. Oh, it's just that easy. So say goodbye to generic hair care for good today. Go to functionofbeauty.com slash gals25, G-A-L-S-2-5, to take your hair goals quiz, and you'll save 25% on your first order. Go to functionofbeauty.com slash gals25 to let them know that you heard about it from our show and to get 25% off your first order. One more time, that's functionofbeauty.com slash gals25 to take your hair quiz and save 25% on your first order and treat your hair. Treat it. Okay, are you ready for my case? Yeah. Yeah. This story is full bonks sloppy buttons. Okay, just like New and Jersey. If you Yeah. And if you're a big TikToker, you have like absolutely heard this. Is it about Mormon wife swapping orgies? No. Okay. You're not super far off though. Okay. I actually discovered this story on my For You page several months ago. And when we got the chance to do this episode, I was so psyched. I immediately was like, yep, (laughs) this is it. (laughs) So in June of 2021, a young black woman named Shanetta Little purchased her first home in Newark, New Jersey. She was so excited to be a homeowner. She wanted to fully revamp the house to her exact specifications, do like a lot of DIY. Mm -hmm. Um, She also had a bit of time left on her lease. So even after she closed on her home, she could take her time to move in, do small repairs, upgrades. Like, you know the deal. It's the best. Mm -hmm. It is. That's what we did. It was awesome. So one of the updates that needed to be made was to a gas line in the home. So she scheduled an appointment. She also lived, her apartment was like 10 minutes away. She was, she's busy working during the week, but she would come by the house like check on every it. few days. Yeah. And check on the house and she'd be working on it on the weekends, whatever. So she scheduled an appointment, which could only really be scheduled during the week. Mm-hmm. So it's like a Wednesday night or something. And she goes to meet the crew who was set to do the repairs. Mm-hmm. But when she arrived at her property, her keys didn't work. They had worked just a day or two prior, but now the keys wouldn't work in either the front or the side door. Oh, no. Oh, no. If it's two doors, then it's it's not a... I know where this... Accident. I know about this. Oh, no. Oh, no. Upon further inspection, it appeared the locks had been sawn off and replaced on her home. Like, she's like, oh, wait, this doorknob isn't even mine. Like, that's not my doorknob. Like, what the fuck? The whole thing was changed. Yep. So as she says on TikTok, she's standing outside her house, realizing the locks and the doorknobs are not hers, and she decides to check with her neighbors to see if anyone had seen anything. Folks had not seen anyone come to the house and change the locks, so then she calls her realtor to let her know what's going on. She's like, I don't even know who to call at this point. Yeah. The realtor recommended she call the police, so she did. So as she's walking around the home trying to find a way in, she hears people inside the house. Oh my god, what a nightmare. This is yep. my this is a whole this is a nightmare. 
And yep. also, I was the people inside the house one time, if you remember my Yeah, but you Brooklyn didn't change the locks. Story. You just stopped by and the door was wide open. No, when I was, when I Different when time. we were catfished and rented that apartment in Brooklyn for the summer <laughs> oh, and then right, the owner right. came home. Oh, so yeah. So twice you've done this. But again, of. you didn't change the locks. No. Mm-mm. But still. And you didn't know. You this were not malicious. supposed to be there. No. Yeah. You were I was, just I too scammed. was bamboozled. Let's you were bamboozled. You were my fully old. bamboozled. You were misled. Yep. So at this point, she hears someone in the house. She's like, uh, I'm going to wait a safe distance from the front door and wait for the police to come. So she knows that she has proof of ownership of the home and informs the police that she's also contacted a locksmith. She also mentions meeting another neighbor and asking if they'd seen anyone go in and out of the house. And the neighbor said that they, quote, met her husband a few days ago. Oh, no. To which Shanetta explains, I don't have a husband. Oh, I am single. I bought this house myself. I don't even have a boyfriend. Oh, no. Yeah. So at this point, we know there's someone in her house. They changed the locks and it's just like some dude. Is she a person of color? Yeah, she's black. Oh, my God. That's also scary to like. Yeah, call, call the have police. to call the police and yep. be making these claims and like not know mm-hmm. if they're going to take you seriously. Like that's really scary. Yeah, it's fucked up. So at this point, things are getting complicated and everybody needs an action plan. One report said that the police had sex, se- successfully gotten one or both of the men to like come to the door mm-hmm. and talk to them or even maybe got him to leave the home but that he'd returned after the police left the property and before the locksmith could arrive to change the locks for Shanetta. So the police didn't fucking wait? Dear God, okay. I mean, I'm not... That was only one article that I read that in, so I don't even know if that's true. Either way, they made contact with this guy, and he didn't... It's not a ghost. Yeah, it's not a ghost. It's a person. That's when Shanetta remembers some mail back in her apartment. She had received two, quote, legal notices, and they're on the drive, Printed on what uh, she said might be copy paper, like flimsy, cheap printer paper, claiming that the home she had purchased was being claimed by someone with connections to the Moorish sovereign citizens. Oh, no, they did not. Yes, they did. What? Oh, no. The letterhead say- said they were from the Al Moroccan Empire Consulate at New Jersey State Republic. Oh, and oh no. said she would have to surrender her home. Now, these documents looked so cheap and illegitimate that she had ignored them. And But at least she kept them. Yeah. So she says, quote, he gave me like a notice basically saying he was going to possess the house because it's his ancestral land, she said. My realtor (laughs) said it's a scam. Don't worry about it. This is literally someone trying to steal my house with papers that they printed at Kinko's. And I've gotten all kinds of mortgage, attempted mortgage scam papers Uh. in the mail. Oh, every, Nothing when as you crazy buy a house, as this. When you buy a house, you get all the mortgage insurance and mm-hmm. refi- refinance and all this shit sent to your house. Tons of scams. Yeah, but none the, of it's real. This Moorish sovereign citizens right. bullshit. Have you heard of this get before? To it. Yes, I've never yes. heard of this. Nuts. Google so, it or look at. Well, you might not have to because well, I'm gonna talk about. No, I mean, I've got all the, all the other Moorish sovereign bullshit. They pull oh, yeah. on like, it sounds TikTok. terrible. It's it's not it's, good. It people do it a lot. It's a real. It's a thing. It's it's nuts. Oh yeah, we'll get to it. So 
she even went as far as to bring, like, show these notices, quote unquote, to her lawyer, who agreed that the letters were bullshit, confirmed her ownership of the home, and that she had all the paperwork and told her that she could just ignore it. It's just, it's just yeah. BS. According to the Anti-Defamation League, Moorish sovereign citizens are part of an extremist group that emerged in the 90s, combining the sovereign citizen movement with the ideas attributed to the Moorish Science Temple. ADL states that common beliefs among the group include special rights because of a 1780s treaty with Morocco and that African-Americans were indigenous to the Americas, hence the claim of an ancestral home in New Jersey. Oh, my God. And this is a quote from The New York Times. Quote, initially espoused by white supremacist groups, and still to this day, yes, Mm -hmm. sovereign citizen ideology first cropped up in America in the 1970s, according to the Southern Poverty Law Center. The Moorish permutation appears to have picked up in popularity in the 90s, inspired in part by uh, black identity ideology of a similarly named religious group, the Moorish Science Temple of America, which disavows the sovereign citizen movement yeah, so how and did- also the, quote, Moorish sovereign citizen movement. It's like, we are not the same. You're not part of this. Mm-hmm. So membership in the Moorish sovereign citizen movement has been driven by the Internet into hundreds of thousands, the Law Center said. On its website, Rise of the Moors, for example, has cited reparations part of national conversations about race and equity as a driving factor for its belief that its members can claim things as their own, which is super fucked up because like, I I mean, I'm someone who does believe that reparations are owed and that the government should be doing something about that as well. But like this really kind of undermines. Well, there can be loonies in every. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. Progressive. There's loonies in every movement. Oh, my God. Yeah. So according to the Southern Poverty Law Center, sovereign citizens believe that they, not judges, juries, law enforcement, or elected officials, get to decide which laws to obey and which to ignore. In addition, they don't think they should have to pay taxes. Mm -hmm. So I declare sovereign citizenship. (laughs) Yeah, right? I'm still processing how these, this white supremacist fringe and this, like, black nationalist fringe... I just think it's extremist groups that are like adopting each other's yeah. uh, approaches and ideologies. Right. I think we see those kinds of crossovers yeah. in extremist groups all the time. It's just and, odd. you know, yeah, and then it is it, super. It's odd. like it's like a lot of the people in the Proud Boys now right. who are people of color, and it's like, yep. what do you yeah. not? I mean, at it's, some, this is just an, at some point you go so far. As to you just come right you back, just come right back around. Yeah. Yep. And I mean, this is just another example of how like white supremacy is at the root of like all the shitty things. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So the cops who initially responded to this call are approaching this as a squatting case. But this does not apply here in New Jersey. An individual can only claim squatters rights if they had been living in the dwelling for a minimum of 30 years and had paid at least five years worth of property taxes. So Shanetta is aware that like. He's only been here for a couple of days right. because he was, I got into the house on Saturday. And it was fine. It's Wednesday. And they're not claiming squatting rights. They're not. They're claiming ancestral. They're claiming ancestral. Right. Yeah, right. Yeah. Um. So then and only then can this be treated as a squatting case and resolved through the process of legal eviction. So obviously this does not apply to a rando sawing off your locks and claiming your house. Okay. That's like just straight up. So theft. she doesn't even need a process is what you're saying. Nope. It's like they can bust the door down and get him the fuck out. Right. They can arrest him. Right. Well, so as the standoff, they're theory. trying to like coax him out and he won't leave. So as the standoff continued, it was discovered that there were multiple men in the home, at least two. 
And they responded to police by refusing to come out and sliding additional, quote, legal documents under the door instead, saying that they own, like, they have claim on this home. Oh, hey, my God. dude, fucking, God, try it somewhere yeah, else. Save your Jesus. Kinko's money. Exactly. Quote, the sergeant on duty called the documents bullshit, Shanetta said, with the telltale sign being that the public officials addressed on the paper. So they did list, like, New Jersey lawmakers yeah, on the Yeah, they Googled papers. some shit. But the people that they enlisted had been out of office for several years. Okay. <laughs> so they like weren't even current <laughs> they, officials. They're not even good at this. Yeah. Oh my God. The man claimed to be a Moorish sovereign citizen and said that he was not subject to local or federal law. Okay. They had also raised a Moorish flag in the front window to further pro- proclaim their ownership of the property, like a huge one. Yeah. So they believe in property rights, but only for themselves. Sure. Okay. Mm-hmm. So this is from the New York Times, quote, Miss Little was a victim of a ploy known as paper terrorism, a favorite tactic of an extremist group that is one of the fastest growing, according to government experts and watchdog organizations known as the Moorish sovereign citizen movement and loosely based around a theory that black people are foreign citizens bound only by arcane legal systems and, and also that they're native to the United States. Yeah, they're so foreign it's like a citizens really weird and ancestral yep. home. Exactly. It encourages followers to violate existent laws in the name of empowerment. Experts say experts say it lures marginalized people to its ranks with false promise that they are above the law and also like fra- false promise of housing, land, mm-hmm. you know, like the, yeah. it, the vulnerable could be susceptible. It's a, it, it's attractive to joining you, this if movement. If you buy into that bullshit, it's attractive. Yep. Yep, and that if you prey on the vulnerable, they can be susceptible to having their property fucked with. Mm-hmm. Dudes with grievances are mm-hmm. vulnerable to bullshit clubs. Yeah. Clubs. Yeah, enjoy your bullshit <laughs> what club. what we've learned. So with these men refusing to leave. Enjoy your And this not club. being a squatter situation, the next step was to forcibly remove them from the home. Mm-hmm. And without knowing what was waiting for them on the other side of the door, the decision was made to bring in a SWAT team. Yeah. So Shanetta went to a neighbor's house and watched from their window for hours as the SWAT team arrived. I would too. That was the video I saw, was her video watching them break into her house and get these Yeah, there's like a still of of part of it, I think, on the drive that I included. It wasn't wild. Was any of this covered by her homeowner's insurance? Oh, I'm sure. I, mean, <laughs> I, hope, I hope so. so. It goddamn better have this been. This is I why sh- you never fucking know, and mm. you do need homeowner's insurance. Oh, absolutely. You need I renter's mean, insurance. Yeah. Yeah. And ho- renter's insurance is cheap, yeah. so yeah. just get it. So she watched from her window for hours as the team arrived, assembled, and engaged in an hour-long negotiation with the man behind the door, who is later identified as Hubert A. John of Los Angeles, California. <laughs> and not Morocco. <laughs> right. Slash New Jersey. Yeah. Mor- mor- I can't even. M- more Jersey. <laughs> well, that was his oppressor's land. Right. Right. So he was eventually removed from the home without the use of weapons or firearms. They literally had to bust the door down and drag him out. Like, they, there's another picture somewhere of, like, a still of, like, two SWAT units just carrying this man while he's, like, planking. <laughs> like, I don't have to follow your laws. I'm like, this is incredible. I'm a noodle. I love when, I'm a noodle. I love when they plank. I know. I would. I would. I would plank. 
He was arrested and charged with criminal mischief, For as burglary. Long as my core would last. Yeah, uh, it wouldn't last long. I'd be a noodle pretty quick. I'd go from plank. I'd go from I'd just be dead weight to cook spaghetti pretty fast. Dead weight is very effective. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So he was charged with criminal mischief, burglary, criminal trespass, and making terroristic threats. But Shanetta kept getting letters in the mail oh, even no. after he was arrested. She continues to ignore them, but keeps them just in case. Yeah. She said in an interview, quote, the Moors claim to be about black liberation and opportunity and uplifting black people, but he is literally oppressing me and taking what's mine as a black woman. Do we have any idea why this house and this woman were targeted or it's just fucking random? I think it's random. I honestly think that because the sale of property is public public record. I think it's it was a, it was a recent closure on a on a property, and they probably in this went by and realized she wasn't living in it yet. Yep, yep. I think and it's that just, was their window. Yeah, and I think it it's lined crimes up with of opportunity. Exactly. There's like a little bit of research, and then they stake it out. Yeah, and and see what the situation is. And it was just a, it's totally random that she was selected. Yeah, which is like even that scarier. Sucks. Yeah, yeah. She said, quote, I was randomly but not randomly targeted by a terrorist group that doesn't follow any of our rules and would be violent in efforts to steal my house. So like randomly because they don't have a connection to her, but not randomly because she falls into the description. Like she's a single person who just bought this house. Mm -hmm. So she explained in a series of videos, quote, it's not the sexy crime lifetime show that we're used to seeing. This was something for me to try to communicate and and a cautionary tale that is bizarre and crazy, but it's real life and it happened. Well, girl, now it's on a sexy podcast. Yeah. I mean, God bless her. And she has an incredible TikTok platform. Her TikTok handle is reg, R-E-G, black, B-L-A-C-K, girl, G-R-L. And she has posted, so, well, There's it's like a 49 or 50 part story on TikTok. I've watched oh, all yeah. of it. It's so incredible. But then she also does like a ton of uh, videos about her, you know, settling into her house and like remodeling it and making everything the way she wants it. I just love it. She's amazing. Well, Good I'm for her. glad that she's now getting settled in her house and they didn't. And that she didn't do too, too much damage. Right. And Jesus. Yeah. Yeah. Right, I'm so her. I don't know. Get to know your neighbors right away. Make yeah. sure they know that you don't have a husband. Oh, yet she's got good renovation videos too. <laughs> I know that's what I'm saying. Yeah. Oh wow. Wow. Isn't I that not of that? Yeah. Well, you gotta honestly. The ne- videos next are time really you're good. in the tub, go Google yeah. this Moorish sovereign citizens bullshit. It is. I'm just oh, gonna. Yeah. Wild. I'm just gonna camp out on the ADL website and look yep. at all because I've heard of some of these groups, but not this specific one. And people mm-hmm. are just. Crazy bonks, yeah. It's sloppy bananas. Anyway, Good That's job, my case. and congratulations. Yay. Let's wrap this up so you can Muzzle go hang out with your fiance. Yo. I gotta go snuggle my fiance and oh fill God. his fill his face with farts. Oh, <laughs> that's the love rest of his life to look forward to. Thank you to RJ for this fan pick. This yes. was a good one. This was a good yes. one. And you got kind of a special announcement on your fan pick episode. Yeah, no, yeah, no. Thanks for sharing it with me. RJ's episode. Never. Oh All right. God. Well, we'll talk to you next week. See you next week. Bye-bye.
Thanks for listening to Wine and Crime. Our cover art is by Kala Yip. Music by Phil Young and Corey Wendell. Editing by Jonathan Camp. Check out our website and blog at wineandcrimepodcast.com. You can also follow us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram at wineandcrimepod. If you have questions, answers, or recommendations to share, email us at wineandcrimepodcast at gmail.com. Episodes are available on Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, Google Play, basically wherever you get your favorite podcasts. And if you like the show, please rate, review, and subscribe on Apple Podcasts. It is the best way to spread the word. If you'd like to show your support, visit our Patreon page to keep this podcast and the wine flowing. Cheers! Cheers!